Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Bia Williams. I'm Sarah Reynolds. I'm Wendy Papazan. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. You know, as an entrepreneur, we often have our heads down and we grow because we start off at being really great at our craft. And so many business owners and executives that I know don't actually really have a background in marketing or advertising or self-promotion. You know, we just really happen to be good at the business that we're in and we grow because of that, which is awesome. So true, Seychelle. Yeah. And, you know, and when you start uh, really getting noticed in your field, which is a fantastic thing, a lot of people don't know what to do with that attention. And I kind of think of like, Will Ferrell in the movie where he like puts his hand, you know, on SNL and he puts his hands up and he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. You start getting all this attention and it's it's really weird and it's exciting at the same time, but you don't know what to do about it. And then you start thinking, well, shoot, how do I take advantage of this to grow my business and get noticed by audiences outside of my day-to-day market? So today, and you guys are going to be very proud because I am giving you our topic, which is today we're going to focus on... Yay! Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Take a bow. Um, we're going to talk about the importance of self-promotion, both in your business and also on the personal side of things. I think, say, that what can happen is, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I thought it was like, bragging or braggy, you know, to do any form of uh, self-promotion. And so I've had, I've had to learn that it's not necessarily, we don't mean necessarily bragging and it's okay to talk about what your superpowers are and things like that. Well, and then you also feel weird about it because you're like, this great thing happened, but now like, how do I post about it? And then if I do post Mm -hmm. about it, is that like the weird humble brag thing? Like, I mean, look at how awesome I am, but... It, this is also really important and cool and something I'm really proud of. Yeah, totally get that. That's such a good yeah. point, Sarah. Well, and I think anybody with a conscience at least kind of feels that way. And yes. I still believe that you have to uh, achieve a pretty high level of fame before you can post any infographics where you quote yourself. Um, but Dang it, we're not talking about that today? <laughs> Wendy and I, I thought Wendy, that was one we of need my to talk points. about our little text. Oh, Wendy and yes. I have secret texts that yes. go back and forth. Yes. Like, don't post quotes <laughs> yes. of yourself staring into space of yourself yes. with your own quote. Yes. Well, don't. Exactly. None of that us was, That was my whole If you're listening to this, to you're do. probably not there. Don't, yeah. 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 don't do that. Even <laughs> okay. my husband, who ha- has a best-selling book that sold he like might two and arguably half million be copies. the only one. No. No, he doesn't get to do that. Like, they can <laughs> do it. Could do Somebody that. else can do it Jay for him. Do that. But he, you can't do it yourself. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can't do it yourself. I'm trying to do it. I dare you to go post a photo and quote yourself and tag us in it. You need to go do that right now. If you're listening to this, go do it just just for our own entertainment. Hashtag but don't do it all the time. To do what how we're not saying. To do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and you know, maybe and maybe we're wrong. You know, you guys, maybe we're wrong because I think what's interesting is that a lot a lot of women actually tend to undervalue our talents and our worth. And there's research that backs that up. It's it's interesting. I was doing some so research true. on the topic this morning, and the the pay gap. You know, so women still mm-hmm. only make eighty five percent of the uh, wages of men doing the exact same job. And um, some of the pay gap, they think, can be explained from women undervaluing themselves. And I was reading one uh, Mm. research story this morning where they were doing a study where women were explicitly told that they would get you know, like a better score on this test that they were taking by promoting themselves. And they still didn't promote themselves as much as men. So even when they're incentivized to promote themselves, 
right? So it's, it's pretty wow. interesting. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So we have to kind of work hard to overcome that innate bias that we have for whatever reason, whether it's, you know, social, cultural, who knows? Who knows why it's there? So, so I think the first, the first step in this is to, so speaking of, you know, really owning who you are, like own your worth, right? All of mm-hmm. us were put on this planet with very unique strengths, very unique gifts. And it's important for us to own them, right? And be really proud of them. Do any of you have the love language gift giving? No. No. So I asked this of my team once because I was noticing, you know, a lot of the females weren't owning it. And because the guys were coming to me asking for promotions their second day at at the job, you know, and (laughs) the girls weren't. So I asked them, I said, who's gift gift giving? And a few of them raised their hand. And I said, how would you feel if you gave me a gift and didn't use it? And they were like, that is mortifying to a gift giver. I said, exactly. So all of us were given gifts. Right, Ooh, that, that are like unique it. to us, mm. and so oh, when we don't use fancy. them, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't second own there. them. Yeah, no, it took me a second. Yeah, it's a deep one, Wendy. Like, take a drink your coffee, so take a sip. So oh, you're I good. I was like, wait, where is this going? <laughs> I, know. I know. Take a sip so, of the coffee. Yeah, so so one of Sarah's strengths is storytelling. Clearly, she brought us around to her story. I like that. Well, yeah, and you know, we call superpowers dolls, don't we? Yes. Like we that, yes. that kind of is our thing. And it's interesting because, you know, going back a little bit to the quote thing we were talking about, right? So there are ways to like amplify yourself by amplifying others and kind of working with your tribe to help you, you know? Because I think that there's, you know, some, some more strategic ways to do this. I think we can all agree with that, right? For sure. And the story that all of us love. I mean, the story that all of us, I think is kind of a foundational story for all of us is the Obama administration, the females in the Obama administration, where they realized that they were kind of not being invited to have a seat at the table, literally and figuratively, in some of the key meetings. And then when they were there, they weren't they weren't really getting called on. Their, their ideas weren't being heard and stuff. So they kind of got together and they adopted a strategy that they called amplification, right? And they amplified each other. When, when one woman made a key point, the other one immediately would jump in and give credit, like, you know, Sarah, great, great idea. And just to build on what Sarah said, blah, yeah, blah. That is so smart. Mm-hmm. So smart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I was like, thanks. I'm oh, no, you. You, you were like showing me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just felt good. That just gave me <laughs> a warm fuzzy, right? I'm like, oh, thank you, Wendy. Okay, yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think, uh, yeah. I think let, let me, so good and so smart. And I want to make sure our listeners hear first, like, I think that's a great tactical way once you know your strengths and know your superpowers. Mm, I think one true. thing that we, all struggle with is actually knowing them. Superpowers come so easy that we think so everyone's true. like that. Think about it. Mm-hmm. We don't even think that that's something special. And so, one of the things that our tribe did with each other that I think was a really important uh, exercise was we just went around the room and took turns, like pouring into each other and, and telling each other the superpowers that we see in one another. And it, some of them, I was like, oh, wow, like, I didn't know I, I came across that way or I didn't know that that was a superpower. And so first you need to define Aww. them and understand Mia's what you got hers right at. behind her. Yeah, she, she, she does. She just looked at it. That's great. Yeah. Say put them Diane, on the little things with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, so so they like, turned them into a wall hanging. 
Exactly. But knowing what they are, so defining them. So sometimes take some time and it's not pride. It's not bragging. Take some time and ask the people that know you well, like, what am I really good at? What are my superpowers? Like, and, and so then once you define them, then I think then that leads to like being tactical about how you then actually implement amplifying yourself. Yeah, I love that. And the other way to do that is to do like strength finders. Strength finders is, is I think you introduced me to that, Sarah. I really got into it. And you really- Me too, it, Sarah. It's really I good. And, and I've got a coach who's kind of working with me to help me really understand my strengths. Because, you know, we don't always uh, understand our value and worth Right. So I think sometimes yeah. we start out in a certain place and we achieve a certain level of success, but we're still that person in our minds where we started, you know. And I yeah. know, I know, I know all of us feel this way. It's, you know, it's called imposter syndrome. Yeah. And uh, I know I felt it very acutely. I still do. I get uh, yeah, compliments and praise and it doesn't feel right to me. And and here's so true, Wendy. And here's what I would love to say about this, right? And this is so key. And, and it always kind of comes back to this. But the importance of having that tribe where you're communicating that with. So here's what I mean. This all goes together, right? The Obama story, Sarah, what Sarah was explaining that we did on our, our tribe retreat. Because here's the thing. I know what these ladies' superpowers are. So when we're in a meeting or a mastermind or whatever it is together, if we're on stage together, I can amplify them specifically. Because I can say things like, you know, Sarah's superpower is an execution. Sarah will get things done. So, you know, when Sarah says this, I want you guys to listen or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Even in our podcast, you guys, we know each other so well and we know our superpowers. We, we subconsciously just amplify each other, you know? But I think it did take a concerted effort at the beginning for us to get used to that. Like, I remember we even had a, like, in large group settings, you know, we would have to spur each other on to, support each other. And, and like, I think you guys are so right in that there, there is a level of discomfort for a long time until you get really comfortable and clear of where your strengths are and also what opportunities open up with that. Well, do you remember when we started to do that in Gary's uh, top mastermind group? Yes. Yeah. And it was actually Jay who kind of was giving me heck for it. He said, listen, all these guys are speaking up and talking and getting Gary's attention and they're ending up on stage later and you guys are just quiet Hanging as out. a mouse. And yeah. so now, I mean, it's like the exact opposite. It's all of us speaking and then we have a little chat group going like, great job, Via, or Amplify Via, or Amplify Sarah, or, you know, mm-hmm. Seisha, that get, was awesome. Get hearts, and now we get hearts mm-hmm. from Gary Keller. I got hard this morning. There you go. It, it started with it started with that conversation, mm-hmm. right? And and saying you guys need to speak up, and we we didn't know that we were being quiet. And I think that's what we're trying to get across here is like other people are speaking up. Yeah, and and I know we need to move on to the other things, but I will say like my little hack, like and maybe this will help someone. I don't know, but my little hack is like it's easy for me to be more objective on my strengths when I'm also really objective with my weaknesses. Like I have so many weaknesses that I'm really clear about that I give myself grace. It's just who I am, you know. I I don't like attach judgment like I used to. I think to either side of it, I'm like, okay, I'm really good at this. I'm never going to probably be good at this. I don't even want to be good at this. And so by having that equal balance it i think it helps me anyway like own you know the the strengths and the superpowers well Does that i love make this. Sense? So this yeah well that's so good via and i think this pulls into our second 
like part of the strategy, which is actually to be strategic. And that's exactly what Via is modeling here for you guys, right? It's not all about who you know, oftentimes. And when you're talking about your business or even self-promotion, right? It's really about who knows you. And so the first thing you really need to do with that is to do your homework. And you need to do some research and some market recon on, you know, who do you most admire? What businesses out there are you really drawn to? Study them, read about them, watch their strategies and take notes. You know, if, we, if you look around, there's so many people that are doing things really well. And then there may be people doing things out there actually that are really polarizing to you and that you don't like. And I think it's equally as important, just as Via was saying, know thy strengths and know thy weaknesses. I think it's also important to look at the companies or the people that attract you the most because success leaves clues and to the companies maybe that repel you so that you're not replicating that sort of work. Yeah, and I'm just having an an aha here because I used to be very uncomfortable with self-promotion. And I don't know if it's it's our group probably or just repetition or whatever, but I feel like I'm a lot more comfortable with it. But I do think it's a lot of a lot of you guys just saying like, hey, you should own that, you know, and and Sarah, you're so good always about pointing out uh, or via maybe people's bios and, you know, creating a powerful bio for yourself is, and not kind of undermining who you are and what you do, mm-hmm. you know? I still struggle with that. That's, that's for sure. We should yeah. talk about that because, yeah. <laughs> because I called Sarah. Was it you, Sarah? I remember I that. Called, yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 And here's, here's my, like, 30-second thing on bios. Like, don't get mad at me, everybody, but you're all doing them wrong. If we should do a whole, like, <laughs> we should do a mini episode on bios because- We should. Ooh, there's why. Yeah. They're, they're just like, yeah, they're just Somebody like write that down. Secretary, I'm writing I know. right now. That would mean someone would have to be the secretary. We always have these imaginary people in our lives that do things. <laughs> That's a fault. That's a flaw that we all have. We're like, wait, who's, someone's going to do that. We have people, but there's no people. I know. It's um, like, the, okay. the we should, in my office, everyone's like, we should. Yeah, we should. We. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Okay, but the thing about it is, is that the really, the 20 second thing on bios, and and it does have to do with this topic, is show the movement. Show, show what you've accomplished, just like a resume, you know, instead of just like listing the facts, you know, I changed mine and I said, you know, via the director of growth and the general manager for Ben Kinney, Keller Williams Brokerages. When I, when via started three years ago, there were six offices and 1,250 agents. Now we have eight offices and 1,650 agents, which is approximately a 25% growth in two and a half years. That is a very powerful bio. And that's what I was calling you out on the carpet for, Sarah. I'm like, oh girl, hand it over and let me know. No, 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 no. So that's because I love you. I know. I I love that. Well, we'll do, so we should, um, wrote down the royal we. A bio. to the we. We'll do do how to write a killer bio episode. But in the meantime, you know, I think also with part of your bio, with a part of your, your promotion for you and your business is also to define your audience. You know, who do you want to attract? And I, I think about this, you know, for an example, when we all started masterminding together and creating our retreats, we wanted to attract powerful, strong entrepreneurs, specifically for us, it was women. And a lot of times women that happen to have partners or spouses and children, and we're struggling to do it all. And when we created, you know, Amplify and the event with Amplify with that, we had a really specific targeted audience that we were looking to attract. And I think however you want to do that in your business, in your personal life, clearly defining who you're talking to is going to make your message so much more powerful because it's not going to get everybody. I think if you try to attract everyone, 
you dilute it down and it gets so watered down, you actually become a jack of all trades and a master of none and nobody pays attention to your messaging. So instead, if you can get really clear and specific about what you want to happen with the messages you're putting out there or the marketing or the promotions that you're putting out there, your audience is going to be that much more effective at responding and attracting the people you want in your life or the business you want in your life. I think, say, that is so powerful. And I think something that so many business leaders miss is knowing who your target audience is. Mm -hmm. And with any type of self-promotion, you need to know who your target audience is. And it's actually okay to be polarizing to what you don't want. I know that sounds... Like I'm I'm a big believer in being who I am and I'm going to attract people that are like me that want to follow. And so yes. for me, I talk about my faith, right? And that can be, yep. some people think that that's wrong that I talk about my faith. But for me, it's like, no, I, I want people, that's yeah. who I am. I talk about my faith in day to day without even realizing it. So if they have a problem with that, then they're then not going to be attracted come. to that. Yes, And correct. that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's okay. okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's okay to be you. It's okay to know who you're wanting to target. And I think that knowing that and starting with the end in mind, right? And then building around that is so, so key. So key. I love that. Yeah. And it's okay to also kind of change your image out there. I was just thinking of my Mm. personal journey, you know? So I've been speaking and teaching uh, since I started my business. And I used to teach a class which was basically my first five years in business, how to earn a million dollars in GCI in five years or less and still have a life. And I talked a lot about my kids and my family and it was all about leverage. And then I kind of had an aha and I was like, you know what? I don't want to be the that one that's just the woman who's talking about leverage all the time. I want to talk about money, which is really yes. important and passionate to me. And so now almost all the speaking that I do is around wealth building. And that's just been a three-year journey for me. But Prior to that, nobody really thought of me as an expert on that topic. And so and it's now possible they quickly to like, think of you. Yeah. They quickly think po- of so you now. So it's possible yes. to sort of change your image in, in a very short amount of time. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you know what? If you don't if you don't like what you're putting out there or who you are, you can change it. That's the beautiful part of it. It's okay. Yeah. I think the other part of being strategic is I, I think it's easy in with this topic to talk a lot about social media. But I also Mm -hmm. think like, I mean, Gary's room is a good example, right? That actually didn't have tons to do with social media that had to us making sure we're, what's the term, like, what's the term? Managing up or not managing Managing up? up. Yeah. 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 Managing up. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so making sure that the people above us know what we have going on and know the growth and, and know what's happening. And all of us started doing that more with Gary and just multiple people within Keller Williams. Um, and that's really helped us. So it's not just about what you post, but it's also like, who are you communicating with every week? Yeah. Right. Be strategic around who you're communicating with. So smart. Yep. Well, yeah. And like, I can get really specific if you want. Um, do it. Because yeah, do it for a second. what I have found is, is if your target market's a little, skews a little older, Facebook's a great platform. But for recruiting talent, Instagram and TikTok are where kind of Gen Z and millennials are. And so I'm like super specific about what the outcome is that I want from, you know, how I'm amplifying myself, how I'm self-promoting and, and all of the things you know, based on the platform, right? You know, YouTube's a longer a longer view. So someone, you know, if I really want someone to dive in or whatever it is, but I, I mean, you have to put thought, I think, into, you know, how LinkedIn, you know, how the platform's matching what your outcome is. 
I think I think the real key here is be purposeful, right? Schedule it, yeah. have it on your calendar, Always. have reminders in place, like be, be, create a system around promoting yourself, promoting your business. I think it's really key not to just like organically do it, but to be actually very purposeful about it. Yeah, which which leads us into into number three, which is really content is key, guys. You know, you if you're looking to promote yourself, you have to have a reason to promote yourself, right? You have to be an expert in something unless, you know, I mean, really, I can't think of a single expert, you know, makeup, whatever. They're, they're, it's People want content that helps them. And so the first thing that you can do is really be the interesting character in your own business. Okay, I read that and I think Mm -hmm. about that one commercial about the most interesting man in the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's totally true. Yeah. Who is that? It's not Old Spice. I don't even know. Yeah. No, it's like... It's Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Yeah, well, a lot of people... Coming from the advertising major, yes. (laughs) Yes. Or the beer drinker. Mm, That's you. (laughs) Or both. Either one. Or both. both. Either one. (laughs) Either one. Uh, Well, a lot of people are attracted to you because of like who they think you are. So, so, you know, be authentic, right? Be who you are and then kind of showcase your interesting, interesting talents. And, And if this isn't you, you don't have to do this for your business. But a lot of really great businesses do have that interesting character. I mean, think of... Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? You got Colonel Sanders, you know, Zappos, the the founder of Zappos. There's lots of businesses that have that sort of curated, interesting character. Um, May he rest in peace, by the way. I know. I know. Super sad. Super sad. Yeah. And the next thing you need to do is, oh, sorry, Bia, hop in. Uh, Well, I was just going to say, I have a little story on that that I think is kind of a good story. So my business partner, the founder and CEO of my company is a very charismatic and well-known public speaker in our industry. And he was telling me a story that someone uh, that's also a speaker and teacher in our industry, uh, they were on the phone or they were together in person one day. And he goes, how do you get such an engaged, huge audience? I I don't understand it. Like, how do you do it? And Ben, my business partner said, you know, he goes, here's the difference between me and you. When you get up on stage, you're talking about how you're waking up at 4 a.m. and you're doing the miracle morning and you're doing all these things. And, and by the time 8 a.m. rolls around, they, have, they, they, they can't relate. Most people aren't like that, right? Because now I get on stage and talk about all my flaws and how I'm just like them. And cheeseburgers. And, you know, and, and I have a body by Hagen Doss is like one of his favorite lines, you know. <laughs> and Andy's funny and all the things. But but you know, and he's like, that's the difference, is they there's some part of what I'm gonna say that's gonna make me relatable. So you have to let people in to a certain degree. The one thing that well-known people have in common is they have allowed people in, or at least people believe that they're being let in to their lives. It's it's to some extent where they can relate to something. I mean. That's why podcasts are such a great medium, because if you listen to them over time, you know, you're going to get to know somebody and you're going to get to know their warts and all, right? So I think that however you decide to let people in, you know, and, and this is where we could go into stories like Instagram stories, Facebook stories. That's a great way to let people into your lives. Even if you're private, you can pick and choose you know, don't just show the good because if you just show this good, polished, beautiful image, you will not be relatable. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, it's really true. Yeah. And I think we're, we we all are very relatable. And that's one of the things, some of the feedback we get about this podcast, right? 
well. Yeah. Because and that's one of our goals, are... right? I mean, when, when we first set <laughs> yeah. out to even, when we first talked about doing the podcast, we were like, we're going to be transparent and vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Words and, and all. Uh, yes, yep. exactly. We exactly. made a commitment, yeah. you know? Yep. And, you know, I think, put it out. I think... But to be the, clear, the none of us part... have words. Just to be clear. No. Not just... actual words, but just, <laughs> you know, messes everywhere. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes, everywhere. Yeah. And everywhere. that's okay. Yeah. It's okay <laughs> because growth is messy and that's part of the process, you know? And I will just say on the last... The last I'm shaking part my head at me. This, oh my <laughs> gosh, you guys. The last part on this part is Sorry, you then have to practice. That's okay. I'm like, come on, stay on task. I'm just teasing. It is, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's to get experience in, in the field you want to be. Like if you want to be a keynote speaker, if you want to be a social media influencer, if you want to be, you know, have your own HGTV show, whatever it is. Like if you decide that that's a medium you really want to own, TikTok, whatever it is, you're then going to have to practice it and it's going to have to show up on your calendar. And so you're going to have to do it over and over and over again because doing it once or occasionally is not going to get the results that you're looking for. Ladies, is that next a reality show? I mean, should we put that on our calendars oh right now? Oh, no. Uh, oh, my God. No, thank you. Yeah. That's, Nick that's way that idea. too transparent yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, nope. But some we'll people that's cool. We'll call it yeah. Sarah's Closet. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Sarah hires her daughter to clean her closet on a yeah. weekly basis. <laughs> you do? I, I want to so badly. And I, I want to like, George was so badly. When I brought this up. I think I'm literally doing this. Oh my God. What? Okay. Last, but for sure not least, is like (laughs) as you're promoting yourself, at times you're going to be able, you're going to be able to enter into rooms and you're going to be with people that you want to make sure to build uh, strong relationships with. And so one of my just things that I love to do is ask good questions. I teach my team all the time, you should do 20% of the talking. The other person should do 80%. The client should talk more. That's how they feel cared about. That's the same with when you're with with someone, asking them good questions, showing interest in them and who they are. And then they end up seeing your heart through the questions uh, that you ask. One of my most recent team members that got a huge uh, promotion, I was thinking about this. I said, how in the world did this person come on my team? And in 18 months, he's like, basically almost second in command. And I was like, he asked me a lot of questions. And I was like, that is that is how he did it. And so just like making sure that you have questions ready for when you are in that room to ask questions. So, Guys, I love that. Well, a great episode today on learning how to promote yourself uh, in any room that you're in and also how to promote your business. And we talked about- Good job, Wendy. Immediately executing. You just promoted- this episode. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And thank you <laughs> yeah, for amplifying great. me. There you go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're all putting it into play all day. Great long. job. Yes. Great job, ladies. You're the best. Okay, that was a lame attempt. <laughs> You're the best. I'm just trying to so wrap funny. up here. Just trying to wrap. <laughs> I know. Just go. Okay. Okay. So we learned about owning our worth, right? I'm feeling so good right now. So I don't have that problem. Thanks to y'all. Um, and then we're learning about being strategic, right? Uh, Which rooms are you putting yourself in? Are you speaking up in the right rooms? Are you getting experience in the fields that you uh, need to get experience in? Figuring out your platforms, what content works best on which platform, Uh, making sure you have a body of content, right? Like, what do you be, what do you want to be known for? Are you the interesting character in your business? Great. What are the characteristics? You know, be authentic, be yourself, but really kind of be strategic about all of that. So guys, I can't, 
stress it enough. If you are uh, feeling like you're lonely and without a tribe, uh, this tribe has helped us in so many ways and helping to amplify myself is for sure one of them over the last six years. So if you're at all interested, uh, come join us for our Amplify event in September, September 20th through 21st. You can register at amplifyevent.com and uh, go out there and... uh, be an empire builder. Have a great day, yep. guys. Get in the right room. Come get in Bye. the right room. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder. <laughs>